We made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply. Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys, on the monorail. I love the theming in here. Hey, where, where's Jen? I don't know. She, she didn't say she wasn't coming. I told you guys that she was not going to be on the show. What? No, you didn't tell us? Yeah, I also told you guys to go pick up milk. I told you that Bob Chapek guessing next week. I'm moving to Castaway K. I'm going to get my boating license. I'm going to go ahead and invest in some Bitcoin. I'm going to invest in some Disney property. I'm also buying some more DVDs. Welcome to episode 132 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Chris. Today we will be giving the his on the theming at Disney. So today we have a special guest a guest with us. Today we have Mark. How are you doing today, Mark? I'm great. How are you guys? Good. Doing good, man. Doing great. You. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on our show. Yeah, thank and you. And can you tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, yourself and your love for Disney? Absolutely. So uh, my name is Mark Younger. I'm a Canadian uh, originally, and uh, I was a financial advisor in Montreal, Canada for about 12 years. Had a pretty good business going, but every winter uh, I would just go, oh no, here comes another winter with minus uh, 11 weather and, uh, and you know, uh, six months of not much to do because it's shoveling snow and driving on black ice. And uh, I said, we've got to take a vacation. So we came down to Davenport right next to Disney, rented a house with some friends. And we just realized, oh, my God, like, this could be our life. We could live 20 minutes next to Disney and just go to Disney whenever we want. Yeah. Go to the, go to the parks, go to the water parks, go to the, yeah, you know, Disney Springs, go to all the mini golfs. I mean, how do we do that? So basically, I started doing some research and uh, decided that I'd get a visa to come down here permanently. And uh, that's what we did. And five years later, we lived down here. We live in Davenport and Champions Gate. Uh, we're 18 minutes from Epcot. And, uh, you know, we just love going to the parks. We love going, you know, to Disney Springs, mini golf, Blizzard Beach, the whole nine yards. We just absolutely love it. And we love the weather because. You know, you could basically wake up in the morning and put on a t-shirt and shorts and be confident in your choice. And and I don't have to wear pants anymore. And I don't have to wear, uh, uh, you know, long sleeve shirts all year round. So it's really fantastic. <laughs> yeah. You went from one extreme to like the other extreme because it's pretty nice. The, the, the weather here in Florida is definitely pretty nice. For sure. Yes. Yeah, it can get hot in the in the summer. But I mean, everybody's going to complain. I always say like, I'd rather it be, you know, 90 degrees, 85 degrees, and I have access to a pool, uh, then be minus 20 degrees. And you've been being in a parking lot trying to start my car. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, you know, today we're doing the show on theming at Disney, right? So can you tell us a little bit about what you do and um, some of the theming that you guys do for, for, for your business? Absolutely. So um, I, uh, I was a realtor and I am a realtor and uh, I decided that, uh, 
just local, just doing regular local real estate, you know, it, it's okay. But my heart was really in the Disney theming and, or Disney-ish theming, um, you know, the, doing space themes for houses and stuff. So I saw a few of these houses when I was going around in this area, because in the, um, in the retreat, uh, in, in the uh, resort areas, there are a lot of these themed homes. So I was seeing them and going, oh man, how do I get into this? And so I basically, you know, once in a while I'd sell one and I started to get into a niche of trying to exclusively do uh, resort homes. And then I decided, I, I realized that there was such uh, an advantage for investors if you have a non-themed home here, it might do 40, 50,000 of revenue a year. If you have a themed home, it'll do $120,000 to $150,000 wow. a year. Wow! So I started talking to Canadian investors and American investors and going, you know what? There's an amazing opportunity here. If you theme it, they will come and they do <laughs> and they come in droves and they love it because they're here for the experience. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, you're taking a, you're can you're coming to Disney, why not stay in a place where you're going to have, you know, space theme rooms for the kids or pirate theme rooms for the kids or whatever it might be. And the advantage to the parents is that they can actually enjoy their vacation too, because when the kids are upstairs playing in their rooms, the parents can have a glass of wine in, in a relative tranquility. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. And I mean, some of the, I'm going to be posting some of the pictures of some of your prop of some of the properties on our social media. So if you guys want to go ahead and check that out, Check out, um, you know, on Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Diz, his 65, D-I-Z-H-I-Z 65. You can also find it on our webpage, dizhiz.com, D-I-Z-H-I-Z.com. Um, I'll be posting pictures everywhere uh, to check out some of the properties because it's definitely really cool, right? Oh, yeah. So listen, first off, I just, I just want to talk about your experience, right? You were, for, were originally from Canada, right? And you had such a great time at Disney that you moved here. Like, I think that, like... You know, that's what Disney wants is that they want families to come to their parks and be like, you know, we love it so much. We're just going to move here. And how great is that for the state of Florida, too? Right. You're absolutely right. And there is I've been looking at the trends and there's really there is about a thousand people uh, a day moving here. Wow. Uh, even with the pandemic and the COVID and everything. I mean, people are moving. Uh, and, and the first thing that people say, it's funny when you. When people want to move to Pittsburgh or, you know, I see where your Philadelphia Eagles shirt on. I mean, when people move to Philadelphia or any any other city in the U.S., their thing is like, OK, I want to be like 20 minutes from downtown or something mm -hmm. like that. Right? That's the first thing that they'll tell a realtor is their first need. I want a four bedroom need this close to downtown. Well, Disney is about the only, you know, Orlando is about the only place where people speak in a different way. They're like, I want to be 20 minutes from Disney, yeah. not downtown. So the first thing that people always tell me is like, okay, so here's my criteria. I want to be 20 minutes from Disney. I want a four bedroom. I mean, even before the four bedroom comes the how close to Disney they want to be. So it's pretty unique. And uh, I think it's just a happy thing in, this, in these times of people having to be apart from other people because of pandemics and people having to, you know, uh, be kind of lonelier and we're, more separated from others than we have ever been. I think that it's a wonderful thing to bring people together that, you know, families are wanting to spend more time with each other. And this is, this is the best, the, you know, the best place on earth for it. Absolutely. Yep. I have a question. Yeah. So as a realtor, 
do you, so you get people saying, I want to be 20 minutes from Disney. How often do you get people saying, I want to be 20 minutes from Universal Studios? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, not as often. And yeah. I, 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 I definitely, I used to be Universal pass holder and okay. like to switch back and forth. So I have nothing against Universal. Um, but yeah, <laughs> let's, let's be honest. Uh, a hundred times out of a hundred, it's, it's relative to Disney, not relative mm. to Universal. Right, right. And I love Universal. I mean, I, I'm par. a huge Potter Whoa, fan. Yeah, the it is great. L part. word love. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do love. It. How can you not like? And the great thing about being a fan of Disney is that Universal is like right down the road. It's this Orlando area. You get all the theme parks, even Sea World. I know. Sea. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of Sea World, but even Sea World's right there. Universal the right whales. there. And you've got Legoland too for for families oh, with yeah. small kids. Yeah. Uh, my kids are Lego fanatics, and. Lego is a big thing for them as well. So I know it's in Winter Haven. It's a little farther. I have mm -hmm. no idea why they built it so far down there. But um, but yeah, it's it's also a good one. It's probably the you know the fourth park. Fun yeah. spot. It's a good park. You got fun it's spot. Fun. <laughs> yeah, fun no. spot might be number five. <laughs> I, so, I went to fun spot and I literally like almost got injured. I mean the, the rides were so shaky. Yes, like they're so old school and like we don't. It feels when you get on a fun spot ride, and they're like, "We don't care about you." Like it's a carnival. It's like a step. It's like a step above the carnival ride, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's, it, it it is carnival rides. It's like, and I had a picture where I was at the top of a uh, one of their roller coasters at the back, and I'm like this, and people are like, "Oh, were you scared?" I was like, "No, I'm just uncomfortable. I'm getting like beaten up, like left and right on this ride. It's hilarious." So. So, you know, we're talking about Disney theming and Disney is probably, I would say, I can't think of another company that does better, better theming than like Disney, right? They, they just do it on, they're always on point. They have the little tiny little details, you know, right? Uh, but it co does cost a lot of money to stay on property at Disney, right? So this is where uh, I know that air, like Airbnb properties are great because you can still get really close to the parks, right? You can still have that kind of like almost on property experience and uh the, it's definitely a lot cheaper right so yeah uh, so the comparison sorry so the comparison is is pretty stark like if you um stay on property at you know at a hotel room let's say you're a big family right i think it's if for big families it's even more obvious let's say you have a big family and you're doing you know that everybody has those t-shirts like the smith family reunion right mm -hmm. and you're let's say 12 people um your your two choices are three hotel rooms so let's say you're staying at animal kingdom or something uh animal kingdom lodge at 400 500 a night that's 1500 dollars a night yeah. you know you could stay in one of these super themed six bedroom homes for like 400 a night and you're you're saving like 1100 dollars, and you'd only still be 10 minutes from disney um that's one and then two you'll have a barbecue a kitchen uh, a pool and then all the resort amenities like water slides and lazy rivers and uh restaurants bars and all that so you could get all of that and save eleven hundred dollars in this example a night um so i think it's a great value for families as well um and then they can spend more on disney so it's yeah, not bad exactly. for disney either because then they can buy all the stuffies and and all the uh you know all the extras that they want to buy because they're saving on their accommodation you're right. So it's kind of like a win-win for Disney. It doesn't make a difference because people are going to spend money at Disney no matter what, right? So exactly, uh, they're going to be spending the money at the restaurants, exactly in the stores. 
Yeah. Hey guys, want to hear something cool? Do you want to be part of the Goof Troop? Our Goof Troop is the best, and a way to help support the show. You get access to our wonderful giveaways, Discord chat, and you can join for only $2 a month. In our Discord chat, you can interact with the hosts and some of our great members. There are Disney-themed games in our chat, streams from the park, we have a special Spotify playlist. Overall, we just have a lot of fun. You also get access to our live shows, which can sometimes be a little crazy. Once again, help support the show for as low as $2 a month and join the Goof Troop. Just go to dizhiz.com and on top, there's a link. Get to the his on the theming at Disney. Disney is known for its theming, its ability to immerse its guests to an imaginary place, a happy and joyful state where dreams are reality and happiness lasts forever. Disney parks, all 12, share the same idea Transport your guests away from the world that surrounds the parks to a magical place where dreams come true. Hey, Mark. So can you tell us like some of the themes uh, at your properties? I know I, I know I saw a Toy Story one, right? I saw yeah. um, like a Marvel one that was really cool. Yeah, uh, we've got we just finished a huge pirate house um, where we did six bedrooms and a garage uh, fully themed with pirate stuff. So it doesn't need to necessarily be based on you know, based on any of the characters or anything like that, we can do space, we could do underwater. We did an underwater house recently. Uh, we did a pirate house recently. So we, you know, we could choose anything that the client wants. Um, we're doing an African house uh, for one of my clients in the new year. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll incorporate some, some stuff from, you know, Lion King and stuff like that in it. Um, but, you know, jungle cruise jungle book all that but mm -hmm. also have uh you know they the actual african stuff because they they used to live in africa so really yeah. the client the client is the one that tells us you know what they want we kind of approach them at first and go what would you like you know it's your house and some of them will go oh my god we want this or they'll say we don't know you pick so it just depends what approach the client wants to take but we can do anything that's awesome and you mentioned, you know, you got uh, like an African theme house coming up. Do you have any other ones that you want to talk about? Um, yeah, well, we have something with the uh, Star Wars and, and Harry Potter-esque uh, coming up as well. Um, we're doing, uh, I'm excited to do a blacklight mini golf. Um, oh, no way. In one of the garages. So yeah, we, uh, we went to the IAPA conference and kind of uh, got some inspiration uh and uh yeah i'm really excited to try try one of those or make one of those because uh that sounds like a lot of fun my family loves to mini golf so yeah. um yeah it's fun yeah, we're excited about bringing that to uh to a client's house do you think disney should get in the mini mini golf game they, they have do two courses they are they do yeah yes man uh, right on um swan and, right swan by, and like... dolphin is one the garden one where oh well i'm thinking i um uh next to blizzard beach they have that's uh, the other one yeah oh. they have uh winter summerland and summer winterland 
So they've got it's basically like Santa Claus in on the beach and Santa Claus and, and that kind of stuff in the winter. So they have one that's a winter course and one that's a summer course. What? I want to go. Yeah, you Scott just said in chat yeah. Fantasia Golf. What is Fantasia it? Fantasia Gardens. Golf. It's the garden uh, one near Swan and Dolphin. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. That's basically Swan Swan Fantasia. It's all musical stuff. And Alex, you probably drove by by it like a million times, man. It's like right there, like on the road. You just much. go whenever you, can you see want. See it, huh? Does it? You can just go whenever you want. Yeah. You know the reservations anywhere? I don't no, think so. Well, I think you can. Yeah. You have to pay for it, like well, any other mini golf. But what? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, Alex. I watched a video yesterday and found out they had mini golf for the first time yesterday. So <laughs> no, if not the video yesterday, I would have had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Sound really good. We're gonna cut that out. It's like sounds it's like I knew that. Uh, so, what is your favorite theme? We're gonna go through everyone here. What's your favorite themed place at Disney? Would you say? I'll go first. Animal Kingdom Lodge is probably my favorite theme place at Disney. Okay, I love going in Animal King Lodge. The theming there is great. It's just you feel like you're transported to, to the Savannah. I feel yeah. like. Okay, Chris, go ahead. You, you guys mean a minute to think. I really like Sunset Boulevard. Oh, really? I really like. Yeah, I, I really like Sunset Boulevard. It's really different. I haven't been to the Star Wars place yet. That probably would be my favorite if I if I saw that in person. Oh, it's really good. But Sunset Boulevard. I mean, something about that's just uh, it's really cool. Okay, Alex. You know, I've never been there, but we did the history on it. And ever since then, I've, I think, theming wise, I think it'd be awesome to eat there. The Blue Bayou. Okay. Because I've never been there, but it's like Pirates Caribbean, right? Where you go inside and it's like you're outside. I think that yeah. would be such a cool place to eat dinner at. Okay. And how about you, Mark? Well, I actually like, uh, we mentioned Pirates of the Caribbean. I, I recently discovered the little uh, map treasure game that they yeah. have yeah. and uh my kids and i had a ton of fun doing that we had never even noticed it and then all of a sudden somebody told us about it a friend of ours and we we're like oh that even that's even here and uh we had gone by that little cabin like a ton of times and never noticed that they get, you have these little maps in there and then you go from one to the other and stuff happens too which is really yeah cool. did you uh, get your free fit did they still do the free fast pass no no they do not because of uh. the whole new system uh, oh yeah i totally forgot about it. i haven't been back since that which we're actually going next weekend you know we're going to disney first time in a while we're gonna go uh but i totally forgot like what are they gonna do about that that was like you can sit there and do that map thing right for like 30 minutes skip the hour wait on pirates and then you can so you have a fast test and plus you're having fun in the meantime yeah oh yeah. man that's that's terrible news yeah Walt Disney pulled inspiration for his park from his experiences as well as all places he had visited as an adult or child. The most common theme land, Main Street USA, which is located in six parks around the world, was inspired by Walt's childhood town, Marceline, Missouri. Walt also pulled inspiration from the Henry Ford Museum in Greenfield Village. This themed area welcomes guests into Disneyland parks all around the globe, allowing them to enter a freeze frame of an early 1900s small town. Walt's Disneyland, which opened 1955, was not the first theme park, but it was the first park to utilize theming as a way to draw in and captivate its guests. The word theming refers to the use of a theme to create a unified idea or motif, to create a space in which clear, recognizable symbols or forms are used to place people in a certain setting. The theming of lands or rides allows guests to fully immerse themselves, creating a memorable and meaningful experience. Everything in the parks is used to promote a theme 
the architecture, decor, signage, music, costumes, special effects, and for Disney, cast members. The theme and immersion allows Imagineers to paint a picture, utilizing all five senses, which places the guests in the story. For Main Street USA, everything adds to illusion. The bell on the train, the putt-putt of the vehicles, the horses trotting nearby, the background music, the smellitizers, and the cast members dressed and acting from the early 1900s. Imagineer's rule of thumb is if a guest can touch it, then it needs to be real. If it is outside of guest area of touch, then it needs to at least look real. All of this adds to illusion, which places guests into the theme, the land, the happiest place on earth. And talking about the history, we did do Main Street USA episode 111 and 112, and we did smelletizers, if, you, if people are not sure what that is, and we did the episode 122. Yeah, and actually the Main Street episodes where we had Timmy Britt on, and that's, that's right. how we got in contact with Mark. Um, so you know how you're talking about the the pirate? You can, you can leave it in too, but you know you're talking about the little pirate maps, so you can go in where you can kind of go around the parks and you can interact with things that were at Magic Kingdom. You know, there's something over at Epcot too you can do, right? Really? Yes. Yeah, yeah. There's like the um, was it Phoenix and Ferb? Like you have to go around, you can, can interact with the th- different things over at Epcot, and there's also also one at Animal Kingdom where it's not so much interacting, but I think it's kind of interacting where you can interact with the cast members to kind of, you know, learn about the animals. So it's really interesting that like people don't usually know about these little kind of things that you can do around the parks. That's not like uh, a ride or a show, you know, these little things that you can do kind of, you know, that are not really mainstream, I guess you can say. So we went into a little bit about where uh, Walt Disney drew inspiration for his theming, like Main Street USA. So, Mark, you said that there's uh, two different scenarios. One scenario where the client, you know, has a has a, you know, a uh, an idea of what they want done and they just say, go ahead and do it. And then they have, you know, they say, well, what do you think we should do? So where do you draw inspiration for rooms that they say, hey, we want whatever you want to do? Um, I, I when I see a room, I tend to just it just kind of comes like I just I, I, I do try to get some uh, direction from the client like um, how many kids rooms do you want do you want it to be a boy or girl you know mm-hmm. boy room a girl room or just a unisex room mm-hmm. and then once I have that I mean I just draw from from memory like okay well we're talking about a boy's room you know what does this room look like how big is it what can we do I draw inspiration from uh, past stuff that we've done um and so that that's if it's me but to be honest with you my creative team uh they really have creative juices so a lot of them are scenic artists uh that have passed in the past worked at disney or um you know worked at universal or or they're just creative scenics and they've got 10 times more more uh creative juices than i do so a lot of times I leave it in their hands and they just do an absolutely fantastic job. I'm sure it's really cool though to see a blank canvas there and kind of just imagine things and then however many weeks or months later come in and then it's just like you're transported into a movie or into a, you know, a, a story or a TV show. It, the pictures that I've seen on the website are just amazing. I love the Toy Story one. You kind of feel like you're in, you know, Andy's toy box, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And I mean, uh, I love, I was thinking of, uh, doing almost like a remember um did you guys ever watch uh, extreme makeover mm-hmm. yeah, yeah 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 when they did the move that bus thing yes yeah um, yep. they'd be like the, the the new the family would get to see their new house for the first time with all the renovations and they uh-huh. go move that bus 
I almost wanted to like buy, and I might still do it, like buy some cardboard buses or something. <laughs> and like when the client comes to see it, go, ah, you know, because their reactions are just priceless. Like I sometimes I've put somebody with a camera in the in the corner and just see what their reactions are, and we we filmed it just because it's so amazing to see, yeah. like so happy, go back. Oh my god, I love it. You know, absolutely. So that that makes it all worth it. And when my kids, the other thing is my kids just love to go in there so when daddy goes to work uh yeah and we're finishing something up i bring my kids and i've got two uh twin 10 year olds and they're just like what like there's a slide in here and oh my god <laughs> look at this and oh my god look at that and they're just like kids in a candy store so. uh, it's gotta be priceless yeah hey so your house your personal house right do you have any themed rooms not yet but i have been thinking about it i've been like wait a second why don't I get the only <laughs> we're working so hard that like we're not going to get a break till about the 18th uh, for the year. So I, you know, we just keep going from house to house to house and we haven't like been able to stop. So I'm thinking about, hey, when we have a bit of a lull, uh, maybe I can get them, get them to come do my my daughter's room and my son's room. Oh, nice. Do they have That's any cool. ideas? Oh, of course. They're kids, right? I want unicorns. <laughs> and my son's like, I want cool cars like, right. are you gonna theme your room because I, I mean I'm, I'm like 39 i would still have like a themed room yeah, <laughs> maybe, yeah I, I definitely gotta talk to the boss about that she uh gotta get her ideas that's right my wife hates our race car bed but i'll tell you what man i i, I sleep so good in that thing <laughs> that would be rather right size <laughs> so i never got rid of it never outgrew it so there was no reason to, to give it away <laughs> Before Disneyland, most large-scale themed environments were designed for simple entertainment, or thrills. Walt wanted his music park to be more than a collection of rides, shops, and entertainers. It was going to be a place where people can get away from reality and enjoy life together as a family. Walt had the idea for a park that could allow the whole family to enjoy life together, while sitting on a park bench watching his girls ride a merry-go-round. Theme parks were relatively new in the early 1900s, and most theme parks that existed before Disneyland would not be considered a theme park by today's standards. Walt set the bar for what a theme park was and could be. When Disneyland opened, there were four separate themed lands. There was Frontierland, Fantasyland, Tomorrowland, and Adventureland. Each land looked completely different from one another and transported guests to different places across the globe, and even into the future. Frontierland was created as a chronological adventure through the history of America from the year 1790 to 1880. Attractions like the Country Bear Jamboree and Splash Mountain helped set this scene. If you head over to Adventureland, you are immersed in a world of action and adventure. This land was themed after Disney's award-winning nature documentary series about Asia and Africa entitled True Life Adventures. Walt's vision was to spare no expense while theming this land. He wanted to go as far as putting live animals in the Jungle Cruise ride so guests truly feel like they were in the jungle. In Fantasyland, guests are put into their favorite movie and get to hang out with characters like Peter Pan and Winnie the Pooh. Fantasyland immerses you in the movies like Cinderella by placing the castle at the forefront of the land and theming of a kingdom throughout. Lastly, there is Tomorrowland. Walt was always looking into the future and was way ahead of his time, theming for the original Tomorrowland, including moving sidewalks and a suspended monorail system. These four separate ideas are able to exist so flawlessly because of Walt's forward thinking. When Walt saw a cowboy from Frontierland walking through Tomorrowland, he knew he would have to come up with some way to keep cast members in their respective lands. Theming was so important to Walt because with good theming came better immersiveness. The idea that Walt came up with to solve this problem was the now famous Utilidors that are underneath the Magic Kingdom. 
I love how there was like this small, small issue of like, you know, a cast member cowboy walking through a place where he shouldn't have been. So he's like, you know, screw it. Let's let's put on an underground city so they can get yeah. from place to place. Somebody is telling me today that like when Disney has a problem, like they or or, you know, they take a sledgehammer to it like they just, <laughs> you know, they're like, oh, yeah. You know, there's a cowboy. Let's just do this whole massive yep. million dollar thing. Yeah. <laughs> Who wrote oh, this part of history? This is a good one. Who but, wrote? Was it you so, or no? I gotta say, actually, Chris helped a lot with this history. He actually started this history for me, and because he's been helping with history uh, since he's came on, <clears throat> and uh, he did a lot of this. Actually, most of this is his. I found a this lot a of cool one. information on the different lands. And one of my favorite little tidbits was in Frontierland that it was a chronological adventure through the history of America. And like each attraction and location took you from a different place in time, starting in uh, what was the late 1700s until the 1800s. Yeah. And even Country Bear Jamboree was supposed to represent like a certain period of time in American history. And yeah. that's what's so cool about like the theming of all these different lands is that you go there and you think, oh, cool, Frontierland. It's, you know, the, you know, cowboys, but it's not. It's like, it's, it's, it's deeper than that. Every, the attention to detail in there be, for every, everything's there for a reason. And that's the, the coolest part about it. And that's the reason why they're the best. Yeah. Because yeah. of that. Right. And I really like this one right here where it says, um, Walt, uh, good theming came better immersiveness. And that's when, like, I want to talk about Pandora, right? Right. And the theming of Pandora. Yeah. Like, you sh you get straight transported to, it's like, you are, um, like, when you cross over that line, and you're going into Pandora, you are out of Florida, in my opinion, I feel like I am in pa Pandora, right? And when you ride flight of passage, you're going on a flight of passage, and you feel like you're flying through the area that you're in. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I still get Alex, to go there at nighttime. I really want to go there at night. I know. Oh, it's really nice. Oh, night's amazing. Yeah. Alex touched on this in the beginning uh, in one of the earlier paragraphs talking about uh, that the theming went as far as even like the sounds of the horses walking and the sound of the train. But when you're walking into Pandora, it changes from like, I think like traditional African music to like the, to, like, yeah. the sounds of Pandora. And I had to, I had to do a double take. Like I walked backwards and walked back again. I like, this is insane. Like it, it, they really make you feel like you're being just The only way, I mean, the only way I can describe this is um, at the other park, when you walk through the brick wall into the uh, wizarding world, that just okay. that's that, that quick change of sounds it's like they capture that, but on a long walkway into Pandora and you look around, it's just like, wow, like it's just trees. I don't know how they do it, but it's, it's amazing. And every time it gets me every time, meaning the one time that I visited, but I did walk <laughs> twice. So it was two times. <laughs> Animal Kingdom is always the day that we leave. So I've never seen it at night either, but that's definitely, um, it's definitely one of the uh, things on my bucket list. I want to see is uh, all the, all the wildlife light up there, not wildlife, plant life. Herbal Life, I don't know. Herbal Life, <laughs> isn't it like a company? Herbal Life. Yeah. <laughs> are you are you promoting them on the show, Chris? Hey, just paid me today. <laughs> just got the check. Hey, but you know, we kind of touched up on the cowboy walking through the different lands. Like, I, I think that it, it is kind of crazy. Like that that's how that's how far that Disney went into the immersiveness that. They couldn't have the other characters walking through the other land. It's just, yeah. it's unbelievable. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think just, I've ever seen anyone walk through a land they don't belong in. Now I think about it. No, no, I know. That's what I'm thinking about now, too. I'm kind of like, that's crazy. Oh, what if it's you also get fired? crazy that back then they had time to walk around. They weren't working. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a magic line they can't cross. They do. They're like, hey, 
That was your once this month. You do it again, you're fired. You can't be so, over there. So this this was um it, it's really strange too when you're walking around Magic Kingdom, you go to these different land to land to land because they're all very, very uh separate ideas. But mm-hmm. at the same time, a lot of them have ties into like he loved American history. So of course he put American history into the one. But I had no idea that the um the Adventureland was was based off of a Disney documentary series that was that was on TV. Yeah, no, I didn't know that either. And that's what Jungle Cruise is kind of about, is about, I think, taking you into that documentary series, I'm pretty sure. Now, Mark, have you ever thought about putting live animals on your properties to better immerse your, your, your clients? Hopefully the clients I don't like. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm tiger we, we definitely would not do that. No. <laughs> that's a bridge too far. The immersiveness that you get when walking from land to land is not just contained within the parks. If you stay on the property in Disney World, the hotel transports their guests as well. Each hotel has its own theme, which is designed primarily for guests to feel like they are in a movie, fictional place, or even another country. Staying at the Animal Kingdom Lodge will transfer you to an African plain, where you can wake up to African wildlife right outside your window. Even staying at a value resort like Art of Animation transports guests to make them feel like they are right in the middle of a Disney movie. One of the most popular themed rooms on Disney property is the Pirates of Caribbean room at Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort Hotel. These are a fan favorite because of the pirate ship beds that guests get to sleep in. While all of this is not necessary, it is what makes Disney so special. When walking about the property of the hotels, you'll notice that the theming does not stop at the rooms and property, but it continues with the cast members as well. Cast members are given costumes for the resort that they work at so that they fit the role. A cast member working at the Polynesian might be wearing tropical attire, while a cast member at Animal Kingdom Lodge will be dressed as someone you would expect to see in Africa. The attention to detail that Disney puts into its theming is what separates it from any other place in the world. I always felt the need to stay at Disney property because you want to stay inside that Disney bubble. That's right. But now, thanks to properties like like what you have, Mark, now you don't even need to stay on Disney property to get that cool theming. I mean, I and now know. you're getting more than one because if you stay at Art of Animation like I did uh, years ago, I had the Little Mermaid room and I was stuck there for, you know, for four nights. Now I can I can get a place like what you have and um, and, you know, jump from room to room or see all the different rooms and just be immersed in all these different movies, which I think is so cool. Yeah, I didn't know that it was a possibility. That's awesome. Yeah. For the parents. See, a lot of times, like if you're in a Little Mermaid thing, right? Well, you, you've only got Little Mermaid. We in the pirate house that we just did, we had a captain's quarters. You know, so parents can be like immersed in it, too, because like you you guys said to yourself, you know, I'm 39 and I like, you know, I like theming as well. So yeah. um, we like as parents, we like something cool too, not just a boring room sure. and then just three rooms for the kids and we don't get to have any fun. So, you know, we we've enjoyed on some of our more recent ones um, to be able to do. We did a mermaid room. We did a captain's quarters and um you know, so and we did a treasure room. So, you know, you, you could have picked as a, as a parent any one of those three. And uh, it's a lot more fun than staying in just a, a regular boring room. That is very cool. Um, what is the most, I guess, how can I put this? What is the most ambitious thing that you've ever done in, to go for theming in a room? Like, what is the craziest thing you've ever put into a room to make it just so that it was perfect for that for that theme was it like a smell like a certain candle or something or was it a, a bed or a prop um i would say that um the slides that we put in are really really popular with the kids uh, that's very cool a full tube slide 
Um, and wow. all that in some of the rooms that you saw on our website. Uh, we're just uh, revamping our website, actually, because we keep making more rooms and more rooms. So right. we, we're just uh, working with the team right now to catch up to all the uh, different rooms we've done in the last three months. So we have everything on there. But yeah, I would say the slides are pretty cool. Uh, we've done tunnels, too, that are really neat. Really? So, yeah, we're doing one on the next house that we're doing. And basically, there's three rooms, uh, you know, one beside each other. And so we're having a tunnel go from uh, the car's room to the princess room to the Nemo room. So oh, kids, nice. Kind of like, you know, go, go down underneath and they end up in their brother and sister's room. That's so cool. And then cool. they do it again and they end up in the other room. So there's that, you know, there's like a little transportation system where you can uh, go from room to room to room. And it's really only for the kids because it's too small for adults to go. So uh, so it's really just made for them. So that's yeah, very cool. That's really cool, too. Yeah, that would nice. be. I wish I wish I had a room like that when I was a kid. That'd be fun. I know. Yeah. Right. I know. I wish I had a room like that now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you talking about, kid? One time we did an escape room and I had like a tunnel from like one room to another room and no one else wanted to go in the tunnel i was like i'm gonna go in that tunnel hook me up and i went right in that tunnel and you got stuck no it was so a like, tunnel was it, or- was it in orlando <laughs> yeah it was in a- yeah it was in orlando have you have you done that one i actually uh probably have because i i used to run a, a meetup uh the orlando escape room enthusiasts oh cool and uh, <laughs> we've done about and, and since the pandemic we've we've kind of shut it down and just kept it to a small group that we all know that we trust each other and uh you know pandemic reasons uh-huh. so instead of having like 50 20 new people that we don't know so um but we've done over 120 rooms together wow oh wow that's cool we hear Diz his love and appreciate all the efforts that disney puts into their theming whether it is at the parks or at their hotels the breathtaking immersiveness is something that will keep us coming back to escape the stresses of everyday life and become a kid again You know, there's nothing better than smelling that Disney smell. If it's walking into your favorite Disney resort or entering your favorite Disney attraction. Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company offers an array of Disney-inspired scents in their home fragrance line. Wax melts, scented candles, and room sprays. To bring your favorite Disney scents to your home, check them out at MagicallyScented.com. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site, Sorcerer Radio, on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. This is Diz His Review. Review. So this week for Diz, uh, D Plus Review, we're going to be reviewing Home Alone. So what do you guys think about this movie, Chris? I love Home Alone. That's a, um, that's a staple in this house around the holidays for sure. Would you, say, would you say that is a must watch during the holiday season? No, but I like it a lot. There's too many, there's too <laughs> many to it's watch. A staple. You just said it's a staple in your home. <laughs> it's not a must watch? No, I, there's, 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 you know what? Staples aren't permanent, Joe. It's just a kind thing to say about a movie. okay how about you alex so i like this movie a lot it's a good movie but i can go without watching it every year for sure it's a it's a fun movie i will watch it and i'll enjoy it 
But if someone's like, hey, we're going to watch Home Alone, what are you doing? I'll be like, oh, maybe I'll watch football instead. I don't know. But, I mean, it's a good movie. I like it. There's better don't, movies, I can't, for sure. There's I don't like Home movies. Alone 2 that much at all. And I just watched the new Home Alone, and I thought it was pretty decent. The, the new Home Alone is pretty good. I kind of like how they did, like, a, uh, they kind of have, like, have like a new storyline, right? Yes. I kinda, was I the kid left that. Home Alone? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It was the parents. The parents were left home alone. Of course, the kid was left home alone. But this time, you kind, bright, of side, very fresh. you kind of sided with the people kind of Breaking trying in. to get into the house. Yes. I, I sided that way in the first home alone. So I don't know what would change for me. <laughs> okay. How, how about you, Mark? What do you think about Home Alone? Well, it is my kid's favorite movie, but I have trouble with the suspension of disbelief on the second one where they're like, oh, no, we left him again. I'm like, come on, really? Like, <laughs> like, oh no, it's happened again. I'm like, wow. Okay, if you're leaving your kid home alone and going on a, <laughs> on, a on a you know twice, come on. <laughs> At uh, least a different kid. Award goes to those people. How <laughs> <laughs> about you, Joe? Yeah, and now, yeah, but I love the movie. Uh, that that is one that we watch every year. You know, my son loves the movie. I kind of love the movie. I, I love um, Joe Pesci in it. Daniel yes. Stern. You know, I love both of them. Uh, you know, you, you always think what? I just realized that was Joe Pesci. <laughs> no, you did not. Get out of here. I'm serious. I'm dead serious. No, you did not. I'm dead serious. Wow, great performance <laughs> as usual. <laughs> wow. But you know, it you when, whenever you're watching it live, you're always like, you know, these people would never be able to survive any of this. So that's not the whole point of the movie. It's the point of the movie is to kind of, you know, it's it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be a fun movie to watch. And it, I think it is a fun movie to watch. Kids love laughing at physical comedy. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, my kids are 10, as I was saying, uh, my twins are 10. And they can just watch that thing like every year. They watch it a couple times and they just burst out laughing at the physical comedy. Kids, I think mm -hmm. that's the first kind of comedy that kids understand and like. It's like Three Stooges humor. Yeah, well, for sure. today, right? You have like Fail Army and all those videos. Yeah, yeah. That's just physical comedy, right? You're just seeing somebody hurt themselves, and it's just <laughs> it's its own thing. You guys are millionaires now off just the uh, videos of people hurting. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, and I like the second Home Alone too. I think the second Home Alone is pretty good. How about number I three? I was kind of number three. Uh, I don't even think I remember seeing number. How three. about I number four? That, is that the one? Four is the new one. Nope. There's another. There's a number four. Yep, and there's a fifth one. I haven't seen. That's a new one. Nope. Did you look into this? Are you an IMDb right yes, now? Yes, I have. I have the whole Home Alone series up on my webpage right now. Yep. I haven't watched any of the other ones. There's I did a watch total this of new six one, of them. Pretty good. I can't believe it. It's kind of like Fast and Furious. That's right. Just keep making them. <laughs> my favorite scene is by far the uh, the uh, Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. That is my favorite scene too. It's it's the best. That is the best scene in the whole entire movie. Oh my gosh, it's an iconic scene in I think all of movies. And we just so watched good. Home Alone less than a week ago. I swear, my wife wanted to watch do, it. It's do, one of her favorite favorites. Do you know they kind of mentioned that scene in the new one? That scene. It's like uh yeah. So they have like you know that whole scene where it's like um when they're talking about like leaving the money or whatever or get out of here before I count to ten. Yes. Right. Yeah. So on the TV in the background, there's like a futuristic like there's like aliens and they're uh -huh. they're pretty much going over they're saying that scene on the really TV. oh yeah, so, wow. so this that? movie was like totally different than the original one then huh 
No, man. They, this, <laughs> it was totally different from their original, but they had like these little Easter eggs. Of, oh, you know, Easter eggs. That's of, what they're of... called Easter eggs now. <laughs> Whoever coined that mean? term's a genius. Let's copy, <laughs> let's copy things from other movies. We'll call them Easter eggs. It's good fan service. We have to do nothing except for just putting Easter eggs into these movies now. Hey, this is AJ for the D Plus Club, where we cover all things Disney Plus. Each week, I'll bring you the latest news and rumors, as well as what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney Plus streaming service in the US and in the UK. And each week, we have a weekly movie club, where between December 13th and 19th, we'll be featuring the holiday movie Muppets Christmas Carol. Share your thoughts in the weekly movie club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord. And I'll feature some of your comments in this week's podcast. You can find the D Plus Club on all major podcasting platforms with new episodes every Sunday. See you there. Check us out on Weeby Geeks, a new podcast website where you can find all your favorite geeky content. Just head over to weebygeeksbc.com. That's WeBeGeeksPC.com and listen to all the other awesome podcasts as well as Diz Is. Do you need to go on a trip? Do you hate the hassle of organizing a vacation? Well, say Hakuna Matata and call Matthew over at Travel by Chewy. He is an expert who can arrange itineraries from a relaxing Hawaiian getaway to an exciting theme park adventure. The best part is his services are free. Call him at 507-261-9773. That was 507-261-9773. And just let him know Diz has sent you. Chris, what did you do in the world of Disney this week? I, of course, stayed up to date with Hawkeye. Which is uh, oh, really good show. Yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying that. Uh, really enjoying it a lot. Um, and then the other thing that I did was, I was trying to pretend to freeze because I have no idea what the other thing I did was. So I was just trying to buy some time. I don't know. I think I only watched Hawkeye this week, guys. I'm gonna watch well, the Muppets Christmas Carol this weekend. It's f- yeah. for the. That's what I'm going to do this week in Disney. I've never seen it before, so I'm really excited to to watch it. Emily doesn't know we're watching it yet, so <laughs> and she's not a big fan of the Muppets, so to me, oh my gosh, uh, I'm gonna have to do a lot of persuading. But um, yeah, so I wanted to watch some uh, some Christmas Christmassy uh, Disney movies this weekend for sure. Well, get myself now, but into Chris, spirit. Chris, in our Discord, you're you're mm-hmm. always posting pictures of because you're out. You know, you have like a little eBay business mm-hmm. where you kind of resell things, right? And you're out in the thrift shops, and you're always posting pictures like Disney stuff. And actually, today you posted something on your Facebook that was like really cool. I was like, man, that'd be kind. We should have done it at a giveaway, but it's a like a Disney kettle, right? Oh yeah, the Disney. Uh, I was I I found that in my storage unit. I uh, I forgot all about that thing. Yeah, it's like a vintage. Um, I think it's from the '80s or '90s. Uh, whistling Mickey Mouse Disney Parks uh, tea kettle. Yeah, that pretty pretty cool. I just put that back up mm-hmm. on uh, online, so uh, viewers can reach out to me at uh, on Cash App or uh, Venmo and uh, buy the kettle. <laughs> yeah, but we are giving away something that you did find some books, right? Some Disney books. Yeah. And also, we have a surprise giveaway. What was it? That Mickey? It is the Jim Shore Little Saint Mick. I don't know if it's Little Saint Mick, but I think it's called the Saint Mick. It's about a, uh, oh my gosh, it's pretty big, 18 inch, I think, 18 inch 
uh, Jim Shore, Mickey Mouse dressed as Santa figurine. And our Patreons uh, can see that picture in our uh, media page I posted on our Discord. And if you're listening and you're interested in uh, joining our Patreon, we do giveaways uh, where we give away stuff like this every month. I mean, not stuff like this every month. This is a this was a surprise giveaway. But uh, we give away cool stuff every month. The wax melts, the the book, like you said, the art of Mickey and Minnie. And then this month, yeah, for for our Christmas uh, yeah. special giveaway, this this yeah, really nice figure. I don't even think our Patreons who are listening right now know that we were gonna, we were giving that away. No. But we are going to give that away this here in a the, couple of weeks. Yeah, this was the first. This was the first yeah. time we we're talking about it. It's going to be really cool. Yep. Okay. How about you, Alex? So I did something crazy. I watched two whole movies this week. Oh my gosh! What movies did you watch? Well, we already talked about Home Sweet Home Alone. Watch that one. And that one was pretty funny. I liked it. I, I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, Ellie Kemper was hilarious in it. The other, her husband in the movie, uh, whose name is Rob Delaney, he was so funny in it. I thought he was a he was a hilarious actor. And uh, I liked the way they tied in the original movie with uh, Buzz being in it, and and how they had uh, what was it, uh, McAllister Security Systems. Yeah, I thought that was really funny. And then we also watched a new movie came out, which is called on Disney, which is Christmas Again. I don't know if you saw something D plus. Uh, it was actually pretty decent. Uh, it's about a girl who relives Christmas Day over and over and over until she gets it right. You know the whole, um, oh, what is it, Groundhog's Day situation? Yeah, exactly. And uh, it was it was actually pretty funny. It was it was pretty funny. I kind of half watched it because it was on for my daughter, uh, but I found myself watching it as the movie progressed and uh, caring about the outcome. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to check that one out. I saw one like on Netflix not too long ago, but I haven't seen that one. Yeah, it was okay, decent. How about you, Mark? Uh, well, a couple things. I uh, went to Blizzard Beach uh, two weeks ago nice. with my daughter and uh, did some fun, fun rides with her. And I also watched Vivo. Uh, oh, yeah. Since you guys were talking about Disney Plus. And that is about a little monkey who's voiced by... Uh, who we call Hamilton in this uh, household, but he's, uh -huh. he's actually Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah. And he plays the little monkey, Vivo, and uh, he's got a Cuban gentleman who they sing together and they do a little act together in the streets of Cuba. And the man gets a love letter from a, girl, a lady in Florida saying, oh, I miss you. I, you know, I, I want us to get back together and sing together. And as he's going to, to Florida or packing up and getting ready, he passes away. So Vivo has to basically go on this big adventure to go find Marta, uh, the other lady. So kind of a cool movie. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that. It was, it was pretty good. Yeah, my kids really liked it. It was decent. So, yeah. so this week, um, I didn't do that much in Disney. I did watch. Mm -hmm. So we watched the new Home Alone like a while back. I watched it with my son when my wife was, was away for like a week. Uh, but this uh, week we watched it together and she actually really enjoyed it too. She oh, yeah. was kind of like not on the fence about watching it. You know, she can barely, she's not like a, she likes the, the other Home Alone movies like one and two, but she's not like, oh, I, I must watch it. So right. she's kind of on the fence about this one, but we got her to watch it and she really enjoyed it. Uh, but I was at a conference in Orlando actually for um, a couple of days. Um, so, and that's pretty much it. I, I uh, you mentioned earlier, Joe, about the, how they made it, you look at the other side, the people who are breaking in and it's kind of a little bit of spoiler alert, but it's not really that big of a deal because it's kind of just a, an idea. But Chris, they made it so you kind of want them to break in it's, at one point in the movie. When they first start breaking, in, I go, I don't know if I'm rooting for the little kid or the people breaking in. That's how I felt at the moment. very inappropriate for a Disney movie. So this is so like you're you're rooting for the you're, like you're pro home invasion. 
at this point, at that point in the movie, I was like, yes, I hope they get okay. in. And by the end of the movie, are we by still pro home invasion? By the end of the movie, everything worked out. It was a beautiful. Yeah, man, it was a beautiful ending, out, which is really cool. I think <laughs> for everyone. All right. So without even seeing this movie, I'm guessing that they're trying to break in because they're homeless. No. No. Don't don't guess anymore. Dude, okay. you have to watch it, man. Just watch. I'm the not movie. gonna watch it. There's a zero percent oh, chance. What? Zero percent. There's things on my list like The Sopranos, and like <laughs> I, there's no way I'm watching Home Alone seven. Like, there's just there's just no time. Dude, Sopranos is gonna take you like a couple months to watch. It's like two hours. Like when you're sitting there doing work, just put it on. When I'm sitting doing work, watch something. Well, you know, just have it in the background. You could have it on in the background right now. When you're doing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going. We'll go ahead and wrap it up here. So, uh, Mark, before we get going, uh, can you tell us a little bit more about you know where we can find you and some of your work? Yeah, so you can find me at uh, homethemeorlando.com. Um, that's my company and, uh, we do amazing theme homes and, uh, we love making dreams come true. Uh, we love making, uh, beautiful, beautiful things for people to stay in, and, uh, families to enjoy family time together. So yeah, that's where you can find me. Awesome. And thank you so much for coming on the show. Yes. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much, guys. It was awesome. It was fun. So that's the his on the theming at Disney. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Chris. I'm Mark. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz.